You are listening to Word, a weekly word from the world's bestseller. Amichai Lau Lavi's New Bible Blog, a Jcast Network production. To subscribe to this blog, to read this blog, and to learn more about Amichai Lau Lavi, please visit amichai.me. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Here's the weekly word, another password to the riddles of our lives. This week's word is Earth, Eretz. The weekly Torah text is Behal B'chukotai. I rent. I've been a renter of real estate for my entire adult life. Not ideology, partially for practical finances, partially because I am often between Israel and the U.S., a foot in each world, home, both here and there. I am aware and constantly reminded that this is not the wisest fiscal choice. Nowadays, with some savings, I can actually start to envision and plan for a modest purchase and investment in a home. But on the whole, right now, I am a renter. There's a great deal of freedom that comes with that. In some ways, this is the ancient legacy of my people. The word Ivri, Hebrew, comes from the verb Ever, crossing over, transient, the nomadic lifestyle, not attachment, pick up and go when it's time to go. This has to do with how we live within, not just with where we live and why. This tension between nomad and settler, homeowner and temporary dweller, citizen and migrant, is as old as the human race for prosperity, property, and progress. And it's been a Jewish tension for as long as we remember. Extended over exiles and diasporas, temporary homes, new homelands, Babylon to Brooklyn. And this tension is what's making the promised land into the land of sour, bitter, painful quarrels every single day. Just this week, a Jewish settler, father of five, was stabbed to death by a Palestinian man at a junction in the West Bank. In response, raging settlers torched fields and homes, smashed cars, attacked several Palestinians, at least one of whom, a Palestinian street cleaner, father of four, in critical condition. There are many layers to this rage but the ownership of land is at the heart of the matter. Also this week, without much media attention, Israel's Supreme Court granted the Israeli government's request to postpone the evacuation of the tiny settlement of Amunah, scheduled for this week. Located in the heart of the West Bank, Amunah is an outpost founded in 1995 on primarily privately owned Palestinian land. The name comes from the Book of Joshua, Kfar HaAmunai, is mentioned, the village of the Ammonites, a reminder of the local indigenous Canaanites that were wiped out by the invading Israelites, as instructed by Moses. In February 2006, the Supreme Court ordered the dismantlement of the nine permanent homes built in Ammonah. Thousands of protesters gathered and clashed with the Israeli army and police when the time came for the demolition. The violent clashes with more than 300 wounded surpassed all previous clashes between security forces and civilians. This includes the 2005 disengagement from Gaza. The government recognized the illegal use of Palestinian land in the majority of the Amona area, though some of the settlers are contesting this. Under Supreme Court's ruling, the evacuation of the entire settlement was scheduled for now, April 2013. The most recent postponement comes so that the new government can have time to reorganize. 
The judges did not like this, were severe in their ruling that the delay is beyond the measure of law, and set a new date, July 15, 2013. I don't know if they knew this, but it's Tisha B'Av, the fast that commemorates the destruction of the Jewish temples and the exile of the nation. Not a smart day for an evacuation. So who knows what, what, will, what will transpire in the political corridors before this actually happens or not. But the Amona story is just one of many. And with no solution in sight, it seems to me and to many others that the only way out of this lockdown is a new approach to the ownership, use, and attitude towards land. Imagine a world in which nobody owns land. We all rent. None of us are landowners. All of us are temporary dwellers, modest guests of planet Earth. Roll your eyes and flip the channel. But this is not a new idea. It is, in fact, a biblical idea. Even if, even if it was never fully implemented, it was suggested in Leviticus. And let's face it, real estate is a big Jewish business, and the real story behind it is very old and pretty complex. In Behar B'chukotai, this week's text, it's described, along with a vision for a healthy society living on earth, rooted in justice. The secret is in the details of the cycles of seven, Every seven days we pause, every seven years we pause, fallow, chance to let the land rest and the people. Every seven cycles of seven, jubilee, all homes go back to the original owners, debts go free, start again. It's a radical notion. God, as recorded here by Moses, could not be more clear. Leviticus 25:23, And the land shall not be sold, for the land is mine and you are visitors and temporary dwellers upon the earth, along with me. Imagine that. In a close reading of this text, it seems that even God is not an owner. The very notion of the divine is not rooted in the ownership of land. The security and peace of mind comes not from deeds for the home, but from the trust that nothing is permanent, and yet a roof shelters, protects us from rain, foe, fear, cold, hatred. Imagine a world in which we are all renters, with a mindset that takes away the wars that ravage sacred earth in so many ways every single day. It changes the way we say mine. It lets us say ours. How will that change the reality on the ground in the Middle East, all over the planet, in your own home? Can this radical mindset change the crisis that is threatening to turn the dream of a Jewish homeland into the nightmare for everybody involved? Can this alter the way greed is destroying the earth? Not mine, ours. What will it take to change our attitude about ownership and use of land towards the most appropriate relationship with property? I'm riding this on a plane, far from land, on my way from Israel to New York City, about to launch a congregation that at least for now is homeless by design, pop-up, renting, transient sanctuary that celebrates the fact that we are always on the go, Hebrews, through and through. Beyond brick and mortar, there is perhaps another vision waiting to happen, a way for the sacred to aspire, for us to ascend to the highest potential of our being while still deeply rooted in the gravity of here and now. In the diverse ecosystem where we live, there is room for all of it. Homeowners and renters, feudal lords and homeless people, settlers and wanderers, if only we were able to heed the word of Leviticus and find ways to let go, detach, be kinder to each other, not own, let the earth be home. 
people of Palestine, for those reading the Torah as their roadmap for establishing a holy land, for all of us fighting to occupy a new reality of justice on earth, roommates and neighbors, partners in being stewards of life on earth, may we cultivate the landscape of love through the recipes of Leviticus. Shabbat Shalom.